What's up, viewers? What's up, listeners? It's uh, Taz. I'm Taz. This is Blue Paper Podcast, man. Well, today we got a uh, got a special guest, you know, Mr. FK himself, Mr. All Black. Oh, what's yeah. up, man? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Blessed to be here. Blessed to be here, man. That's what's up, bro. Oh yeah. So what you doing now? Uh, you know, just rebuilding my brand right now. Uh, it's been seven years since my last project, Nightmare on Your Street. It was fairly successful, you know. Uh, been four years, really, since I released any singles or really released any studio work with by myself. So I'm just looking forward to what's next, man. RLS, the new project, real life situations. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm just really just doing what I do best, man. Displaying my life and you know the life of those around me through these beats and through these words. Definitely. I mean, speaking of Mr. All Black, the infamous, how did you get that name? Like, how did that come about? Uh, I really just, it, it was really just something I came up with. It just kind of hit me because, like, I started noticing, you know, that that was my, my wardrobe habit. Because where I'm from, you know, when you wear all black, especially in the daytime, you know, that that pretty much means that you handling business. That means that you out here for a purpose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You handling business. So, you know, really, really Mr. All Black mean, you know, every day I mean business. You know what I'm saying? And that's why that's that's my uniform of choice, and my color of choice. And, you know. I mean, as far as like, I know you said your new project coming up. Yeah. So, like, tell me more about that. Like, um, is it, are we going to get the same FK? You know, that so, we well, I mean, uh, well, when I made Nightmare on Your Street, I was in a dark place in my life, you know, so a lot of, it, it had a dark feel to it, you know, um, you know, a lot of viewers probably don't know, but I had a project called A Meal Ticket, that probably was like my best project ever, but it was never released, um, I, I probably got a few songs on my Reverb Nation page, y'all better try to catch them before I delete them, <laughs> download them before I delete them, but, um, you know, uh, I, I just want to go back to that where I was having fun making records. You know what I'm saying? Just making records about everything. And that's why I'm calling this on real life situations because, you know, that's what I'm known for. I'm known for making those reality records. You know, I ain't I ain't got to be the artist to take you to the club for you to go on that ride with me. Right. Right. So, you go turn up, you do it. All the time. So. As far as, like, the music today, like, you know, <laughs> how you... <laughs> How, how could you rate the, the industry? Or, you know? uh, I mean, you know, music always been diverse. It's just on what you're into. I mean, some of them young cats, they, I mean, they try to corn them, them brothers as mumble rap or whatever they say. But, I, I mean, good music is good music, and, and bad music is bad music. And you got people that's going to get paid to do both, and you got people that you'll never hear of that do both. So... You know, you just have to take the good with the bad. Like I, you know, I just feel like now it's just oversaturated with a lot of, you know, it's about whatever catch, you know, whatever way the originality is kind of being pushed out the door a little bit. But you got a couple artists who who breaking through. Hopefully, I'll be one of them. You know, in the upcoming months. So you said uh, the last seven to four years. What you been doing seven four years? You ain't been. Uh, well, you know when I put the project out, you know we spent like two grinding it. Like we was still making money. I wasn't gonna stop. Okay. I wasn't gonna, you know, I wasn't gonna put out the new one until the old one stopped selling. Okay. You know, okay. you know that's, okay. you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, in the independent, you can't. 
like you have to cap like and when the project was hot it was still doing numbers man and you know we had a lot of people trying to book us back to do shows after we hadn't been through their city months ago so like it's kind of hard to move on to the next project because you want to go back and perform the records that the people are familiar with you know so you know and then after that I, um i went to prison you know for some stuff i didn't do i actually beat all my charges in i got my paperwork for you you know for you for the gossip bloggers and all that <laughs> shit. i got my paperwork i will post my whole disposition online if necessary for you right. niggas. But, speaking of you know, <laughs> Vlogging, you know, they gonna say they gonna do, but as far as like industry, like beef wise, you know, we don't do no rap. We don't do no rap. I'm from Augusta, Georgia. Man. You know, we 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 coming to see you. You know, we come, yeah. You say my name on the record, man. You don't have to worry about me dissing you back. But you gonna see, we gonna see each other somewhere. You know, you better have them people with you. So, so tell me, so man, I mean. Tell me about like what what made you you know rap? What what started it? Um well you know you know relatives that's growing up around music, you know. My cousin Playboy um did a lot of music, you know, he he was part of a group. They were moderately successful, you know what I'm saying? Two groups as a matter of fact. You know, he was the first Yeah, yeah. It's actually my cousin, so you know, he was the first person to put a pen in my hands. You know, I was like nine and he was like, Man, just you always writing poetry, so you know, and from there, uh I ran in a bus back. Well, he wasn't called Bus Back back then. And um, Sam Stanley from 706 Infantry was Solicit Media. Now, shout out Solicit Media to my partner, Big Sam. And, uh, you know, they were the, the people who helped me hone my skills as well. Then from there, I went, you know, Sniperville, JT, the composer, uh, Lowe's, Tony Fury, Dr. Ra Ra, you know, uh, where I actually started my label at in Harrisburg, you know, and they helped me blossom a little more. So, you know, I had my own influences here, you know, to help me grow because I just was in love with the sounds and the words and, and you know, when just that shock value, when you say that one line and everybody in the room look at you like, well, he did, you know, yeah, yeah. So, and me always being the youngest in every circle I've been in actually doing music, even though I'm 32 now, I'm still the youngest person in a lot of the circles of people that I do business with, you know, we ain't just... You know, we had to get out of doing music and get into doing business because the music part is easy if you're talented. Right, so, right. And I heard you say poetry, you know, like. Yeah. That's yeah. Little, so that's where it started. That's the foundation. Yeah, right? poetry, poetry, short stories, short you know, stories. things like that. And I'm actually trying to get, yeah. yeah, I'm actually trying to get back into it. I got like four movie scripts wrote. I, I got a few, few poems and, you know, look, inspirational quotes that I'm doing. I'm going to probably put together in a book as soon as I can get the publishing writing. So. Yeah, I mean, it, you you have to have a, a a vision. You have to have a vision beyond just music. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm not gonna be rapping when I'm forty. You know, unless, unless I'm blessed with some Jay Z like success when I, you know, Lord willing, I make it into the industry and continue to progress. You know, unless it's meant for me, I, I don't have any plans of rapping. You know. Yeah, so like you have to have something else to venture into, but creating is just something that is never going to die in me, so I'm going to have to write something, create something, some kind of way, so. Yeah, but, you know, and that, that's like my local influence, now, you know, just from the game, you know, Too Short, 
that old three six mafia, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Twister, Twister, Dream Rush chain. Like, oh, you man. know, you know, uh, Trick Daddy. You know that WW Dot changed my life. You know what I'm saying? And, and because, and I have to stop and talk about Trick for a second because like. That album really changed the way I looked at making my own music because my music was a reflection of that same kind of life. And back then, it wasn't cool for no young cat, 16, 17, to be talking about murders and selling dope. And, you know, it, it wasn't like